You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influences. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live. Next. Fight the power. Yes, fight the power. You hear this song? Hey. We're going to start it off nice and mellow today. It's Go a new girl. song right here on Black Hollywood Live's Next. You hear that voice? Because if you hear that voice, you know that voice. You probably made a baby or two to that voice. <laughs> Already. Today in the studio, we have a real treat for you. We have the one and only amazing singer of all time, Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill. When it Johnny was Gill. chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> Johnny's in studio with us today, yes. and you're gonna love all the stuff we have to talk about. He's got a new song. You hear that playing right now? It's beautiful. Hey, behind closed doors, I'm gonna learn the worst one day. Now I'm gonna sing the whole song. Of course, I'm your host, Megan Thomas. And who are you guys? I am Kiki Ayers. Hey, Kiki, welcome back, baby. We miss Thank you. Thank you. I miss you more. No, I don't believe it. I don't feel that tension. I don't, I don't feel it right here. I miss you, Megan. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? I am your host, Cortez D. West. Yes, yes, yes. And so... As we always do, we talk about what's up and coming in the world. And Johnny's new song, Behind Closed Doors, is up and coming. It's next. It's hot. It's going to burn up the charts. And again, you probably make another baby to this song. The whole album. Yes. The album's amazing. <laughs> so, Johnny, we're going to have some fun with you today. Yeah. I, okay? I, I, I said I was going to be on my best behavior. No. Nope. Oh, <laughs> All right. Show. Okay. That's not how Y'all know I got here. issues, right? This is yeah. called Black yeah. Hollywood Live. Okay. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> live. Well, I'm gonna tell you a little secret. Y'all know I'm not black. You know, <laughs> I'm not either. Half. But I like y'all though. He I like you people. He <laughs> <laughs> y'all in the movie like uh, what is that white uh, chick where they just took uh, off their they right, right, right. <laughs> So we have a little game yes. we're gonna play with oh, you today. Yeah, Go we want to know. We want to know who's gonna make you say my my my, or if you want to take them behind closed doors. So oh, a couple of pictures wow. gonna pop up. Okay. Now we're not gonna get you in trouble. We'll get to that later about you know. Okay. Wait, 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 wait right. a minute. My 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 means you're not gonna take them behind closed no, doors. No, no, no. My 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 means just you like them. You like. If you listen you? to the words of my my my, right? My 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 is a song to me. This is my opinion. Uh-huh. To where it seems like you was like you're my lady. I want to take care of you. Only you're my only one. Behind closed doors, that's just a hit it and quit it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah yeah. Okay. But I like a combination of both. Okay. okay. So, but and there you go. <laughs> When the picture comes up, you put your own little miss in, okay? okay? All right, how about that? All right, so first... <laughs> a mixture of both. All right. <laughs> so we're going to start with a- Miss Angela Bassett. Mm, mm, mm. Is that a my, 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 closed door? That's a my, my, my. That, that's the kind of woman you okay. just got to That's say, my, a my, my, woman. Too. That's a woman. That's a woman, woman. You can't just put come behind closed doors. It looks right. like she's saying that. She, what you say? A woman. You can't just do the, <laughs> right. the behind closed doors, hit and quit kind of thing. Exactly. Right. A woman. That's that's a mama. That's, that's a, a keeper. That, right. Mm-mm. Okay. And she mm-hmm. will burn your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> she will. Hell, I don't wear none anyway. I know. <laughs> you won't have much to burn. Oh, God. <laughs> And next we have the beautiful, the lovely Miss Nicole Murphy. Ugh. 
Uh, Nicole Murphy, that's my sister. That's I like incest. I, I can talk. I can I respond to that. <laughs> I'm sure for other guys, it would be a. Uh, uh, she would be a combination of my 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 behind closed doors. That would be a fair weather friend I would, for me. That would be a fair weather friend mm-hmm. for you. Really? Why? Yes. Oh, you would. She wouldn't be a combination of a my 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 behind closed doors. Uh, both and a fair weather friend. And a fair weather friend. All in the midst. See, You're pretty you greedy, go. man. You greedy. I <laughs> watch it. I want to know. But I'm greedy with one person. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I can okay. do that. Okay. You asking for a lot. You asking for a lot for right. once. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. All right. So, oh yeah. my God! <laughs> the next one we got Tony Braston, the beautiful, the lovely Miss Tony Braston. That's a my 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 behind closed doors. That's a my 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 behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and a fair with a friend, and a lady and, that's your too, and a, oh. and a rub you the right way. Oh, <laughs> yes. Come on, we gotta get some of that. See. <laughs> And last but not least, of course, we just got the uh, Carissa Rosario. How about who? who, who? <laughs> well, that's a keeper. That's a my 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 uh, a my 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 all day long, all day long. <laughs> yes. Aww. So it is. So we got it. You're engaged. No, I'm not anymore. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. we on uh, we on our hiatus. We on the, you know, you got to, uh, what do you call it when you uh, take a break? Take a break. Take a what break. Is, what do they call it? Uh, it's not me and you? It's a timeout. Oh, oh. You're taking a timeout? Okay. Oh, timeout. Uh-huh. Yeah, what what are the rules of a timeout? Like, what can you, is every, every, you can do whatever you want. Or is there, like, guidelines to a timeout? I don't know about, you know, I, well, for me, I can, I, you know. Hey, listen! <laughs> Can't even get it out. I just let it go. I just I do whatever I, I do whatever the law said to. Right. That's a good answer. Huh? Hallelujah! That was yeah. good. Hallelujah. And, and I'm responsible for my. I take full responsibility for my actions. Oh yeah, gosh! Okay. Well, I wanted to play That's that game, fair. man. I wanted to play that game. <laughs> yes, man. It's, I wanted to play this game, man, because I, I looked at your social media and a lot of your followers, man. These women, they love you. Oh yes. Old, old and new. They yeah, love you. It's so, just a blessing. It's man. amazing. So, so behind closed doors, like as we said before, that's the new single out on Game Changer. Changer, I'm sorry. Go get it. Yes, absolutely. iTunes as well as in stores. Go get it. Bro. Yeah, you can. Yes. make more babies, but I don't have to pay child support. There you go. Put it on. <laughs> I help y'all make the babies. That's, that's a, you know what? That's Hold on. Kind. Have you ever had someone come to you and say, "I had my child off of you"? Oh yeah, all the time. Mm. Really? All the time. Absolutely. At, how does that make you feel? Like to me, I, I get be scared like, when they come up to me because right. at first when they say, you know, uh, I had my uh, a baby, I'm thinking it ain't mine. <laughs> me too. How long ago? So you know, I get a little nervous, but. <laughs> Then I started uh, looking at the picture. Let me see the picture. <laughs> no, no, that ain't mine. <laughs> so as we do every week on Next, we talk about what's up and coming in casting. We talk about what's up and coming in the world and, of course, with music. So let's start off with casting this week. And, of course, Johnny, we want your input, what you think about these things. First in casting news, we got some new roles coming out for Felicia Rashad, everyone's favorite mom. My, my, my. Yes. <laughs> Google and Vata Raw. So, uh, first with Felicia Rashad, she's actually going to be doing um, a new movie called Creed, and it fecals, features Michael B. Jordan. Um, and it's actually a spinoff. It's a Rocky spinoff. And so, Sylvester Stallone will also be making an appearance. Wow. So, that's going to be a big movie. That's going to be big. Um, did Miss, Mrs. Huxable leave Mr. Huxable yet? <laughs> I, I just wanted to know. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm, That's a I'm, good question. I'm, I'm concerned. Right. <laughs> That's a good question. I think she stayed with him. She's a Are good you, woman. Yeah, she, she's a good woman. Oh, she's better a, than most. Hella good. 
and hella strong. <laughs> if she's still at home with Mr. Huxtable. Right, 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 right. And then, of course, we got Google Mbata Ra, who right now is on Beyond the Lights. It's an amazing she movie. She is gorgeous. Yes. Beyond gorgeous. Amazing. Um, call me. <laughs> he on hiatus. You can. Right, right. Huh? It's all right during your. Yeah. My phone bill is paid. It's on. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it. So she's going to be in a new movie with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, so I'm definitely going to see this movie. But it's a slave movie. So I don't know how I feel about that. Um, a slave movie? It is. It's a Civil with War Matthew drama. Mc- Kind of yes, it's called Free State of Jones, and she's going to be playing a slave, a slave. obviously. <laughs> um, and then, of course, he's going to be playing, uh, I believe, a soldier. So, and they have some oh, kind okay. of a love affair. Oh, okay. you know. oh, okay. oh, that ain't right. That ain't right. A slave deserves a slave. I'll be a slave. <laughs> okay. Why are you playing? I don't understand it. Right, right, Google. right. Hollywood. Yeah. Y'all don't get, can't, just can't get it right. <laughs> right. I don't know. Matthew McConaughey's kind of fine, though. I'm right? just saying, he's oh, not coming. Right? Come on. A slave deserves a slave. <laughs> this woman needs to work her way up. <laughs> <laughs> step by step. I love Come it. on. <laughs> music world. In music, Eminem and 50 Cent are rumored to have another record on the way, and people have mixed feelings about it because they feel like 50 Cent and Eminem are kind of past their era, so I don't know. I, I... I like it. I want to see. Would you it. listen to it? I would listen to it to see if it's hot. So. Hey, people, ought to yeah. get to get a grip on it. I still right. would see like right. to see George Foreman and Ali fight again. I don't care what they say. You, uh, Whatever. You are so wrong for Whatever. that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they both got diseases now. They be, be having them fight each other. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. I, I know you guys that are listening right now live. I know you guys are having a good time. Uh, right, and I hope right. you're not driving. <laughs> Right, right, right. I hope you are not driving. Johnny, would you listen to songs by them, a new album? Absolutely. Well, you know, that's my era. That's my generation. So I would definitely, without a doubt. Listen, great music is great music. Uh, It doesn't matter whom and where it comes from. And people need to stop putting everything in. Just everything has to be so categorized. It's like, yo, if it's good, it's just good. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Enjoy it. Appreciate it. Right. Right. And so, yeah. of course, some more good music. <laughs> oh, that's baby making music. It yeah. is. This is Sweet good music. Geez. Let's talk about this. Game Changer. The thing is, I, I want to know, like, you've, to me, I feel like you've influenced a lot of people um, on their own style of dance. I mean, singing. Mm-hmm. So, with this album here, is there anyone that you're listening to right now that influenced this album? Because uh, you have people like Anthony Hammond. You and you and Anthony Hamilton. I think you guys, Anthony Hamilton, looked up to you. I can tell in his music, the way he yeah, sings. Yeah. I, can, I just and, feel. And, and I have such great respect for him and, and love Anthony. As a matter of fact, the song "Game Changer" was written by Babyface and Anthony Hamilton. See, wow. and uh, I was right. Other writers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we got a picture. Put that picture up. I Josh. know, right? You and Anthony, right? Up. Yeah, that's a dope picture, by the way. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Where was this? And who knows? We're we're we're, we're working on some things here that you guys might uh, hear about a little later. Okay. Uh, yeah. For 2015. Are amazing, by the way. 2015, maybe. <laughs> oh nice yeah, yeah. Smile, huh? Brush them every day and don't tell lies. If you don't tell lies, that's what you. That's <laughs> that, what happens. You that's how you keep your teeth. Yeah. Up. Well, he ain't black. So, <laughs> 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 I, that's why I said I don't tell lies. Right. I, you know, but I like you people. I, <laughs> <laughs> you people. <laughs> So we've had you sing R&B. We, I like to call it the baby making music. Uh-huh. What other music other than we've also had you heard you um, give us gospel? What other music can you give us, or what are you thinking to give us this year? Like is it jazz? Can we get some jazz from I you? I tell you what I did on the on the very end of the new album of uh, the Game Changer. 
there's a song that's like more of a Euro kind of a feel to it. And what I did was, I want to, as an artist, I like to branch out. And But what I wanted to make sure I did is give my hardcore fans what they're looking for from Johnny. And as I continue to move forward, and if you listen to the album, the whole album, it starts to uh, progress at towards the end where it starts to go into a little different spin with music. But it's I never compromised who Johnny Gill is. Right. But it's just artistically, because I'm a musician as well, mm-hmm. I wanted to try some things and uh, uh, diff- some, do something a little different. But I did it in a very subtle way. So I didn't try to come out and put some house music and said, I'm going to do a whole album of house music and y'all got to take it or leave it. Right. So I just kind of just gradually just did that. And I'm looking forward to doing more. So what is it that you want if if you're gonna tell me to go buy your album, what would you tell me like from beginning to end? Is this something I can put in the CD and just press play and Once let it play? Once you hit the play button, mm-hmm. let me tell you what I did with this CD, and I made a conscious effort to when I was recording the CD. This is a, a sort of a single driven kind of an industry, and I said at first too, I was think, thinking, oh, we'll get maybe two or three good joints, and then just put some nice joints on there and call it a day. I'm from the old school. Right. Every single song on that CD has a purpose. Every song. Ah. So when you hear it, you'll see how it unfolds. And the beauty about it is, when I recorded this CD and after it was done, I felt I knew I had something special. Mm-hmm. But to watch the critics and to the fans and everyone else uh, respond to what I felt that I was on to um, has been beyond the most, uh, the greatest reward. So do you feel that you've satisfied your fans with this album? I mean, because you've had amazing albums, like Still Winning, and even yeah. your 1985 Chemistry. That like, come on, that's when I was born. Game Changer is, would be <laughs> today my Thriller album. Ah. Uh, that's, that's a good way to put that. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Y'all heard that? Y'all heard that? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What's your wow. favorite song on this album? I'm going to tell you, when you listen to the album, and if you anyone that has it, just go and put it and look at the, some of the fans and the response. Every day, if you put that record on, it's whatever mood you're in, it just takes you. And every day you'll wind up. I get it every day. There's somebody go, that was my favorite. Oh, that's my favorite joint. That was, this was my favorite joint. Oh, I love this joint. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole album. It's like just depends on where you are and what mood you're in. It just takes you all over the place. That's is, amazing. Is there any song in particular that makes, every time you hear it, it takes you back to whatever place it was that, when you wrote that song? Um, On this album? Yes. Um. Gosh, uh, behind closed doors, I remember when I was in New York uh, working on that one, and another song called Five Thousand Miles." Uh, that's just the ultimate compliment to a woman, and that would be my 2015 "My My My." It talks about uh, the, your beauty surpasses heaven, and uh, it's the ultimate compliment, I think, to a woman. That was powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, is, that was yeah. Well, we loved you in New Edition, of course. But what made you go independent as an independent artist? What was that that made you say, okay, I think I want to go because I started out that way, and I knew that doing all these other uh, uh, in, in, endeavors as far as different groups, as far as LSG, uh, New Edition, um, Heads of State, uh, working with Stacey Lattisaw, the one thing that I always wanted to make sure of, and I did right off the bat when I first got into this business, I also and always was conscious and was aware that there I have there, it's important to have balance. Balance mm-hmm. is very important. Be able to be a team player. Work, learn how to work with other people, but at the same time there's a balance when you have an opportunity. I don't have to consult with anyone when it comes mm-hmm. down to my creativity right. 
and being able to express myself still as an artist, to sing about things that I enjoy singing about, is just as important. So finding that balance, being able to work with people and doing all those things is so important. And that's why if you ever look, even with the new edition, you, if you look at most of the pictures, if you see me in the center, it's not because I put myself there. Mm. I'm, I've never been the guy that desires attention. It's like I come in and I'm so comfortable with who I am that it's like I, I just tell me what I need to do, where my role, and what I need to, uh, where I need to be, and that's kind of how I've always my attitude is how I've, I've always kind of dealt with even being in this business. And that makes you stand out, though. Like that really makes you stand out. So yeah. even with even with that, you have a song with New Edition on the album yes. Game Changer since mm-hmm. 2004, since right? 2004. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. And uh, this and one for me and nailed you. it. Yes. Nailed it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. This is so, a great album. I'm so glad you came back out, honey, because I love you. I'm thinking of having a baby soon. So you know. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> That'll help you. Wow. I got a few songs you can put on there if you want a boy or girl. Just let me know oh, and I'll suggest. Oh, I'll tell you which ones. Boy or girl. Which one oh, you need? Serious? I'm going to tell you which one you, you need. I'm going to money off of that. Right. Everyone doesn't want boys or girls. Right. I want twins. Right. You want twins? I want twins. You can make a killing. If you want China. twins, you want that song called. What is this? <laughs> what is this? Number four. Nah. That's, it's like an old mean, Al Green throwback <laughs> joint. <laughs> what is this? It's like an old Al Green throwback joint, so you're going to be uh, 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 connected and laying up in there for a while. So, you know, it's going to be twins. Twin. You might even have triplets because that one you know, takes oh a while. <laughs> Fingers go all over the place. All right, so Johnny, we're gonna get into you. We want to talk about some questions, like about you, your life, and who you are as a person. So let's take it back to the beginning. I know you grew up in DC. I lived in DC for a while. It was a beautiful place. How was it growing up in DC, and how did music influence your life as a child growing up there? It was great. My dad was a minister. Uh, I grew up singing in church, uh, uh, and. Uh, I have a, a friend of mine who actually grew up with me, uh, that I grew up with, and I've been known for many years. He was one of the original guitar players in the gospel group that oh. um, that uh, I started with. The Wayne. With my Wings of Faith? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because growing up, you don't know. You're just living in the moment. Um, and I had no idea what I was doing was special or was unique. Wayne will tell you, we used to have meetings outside the church before we would go inside the church. Okay, guess how many people are going to make shout? We're going to shut this down. <laughs> this. And I didn't realize, what? little did I know, that what being able to do that, pushing people's buttons, that there was a power behind it. There was some anointing, there was anointing about behind that that I had, I had no idea. You thought you were strategizing I just thought I was just getting it cracking. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we was talking about how many we're going to make shout. And watching them wow. and how we would just tear down the church, it uh-huh. was like, it was almost, it was fun to me. But at the same time, and I didn't realize how powerful it was and what that was, what gift that was that God had given us. What was, what was your favorite gospel song singing in church growing up? Uh, there was a song called I Don't Feel No Ways Tired. I don't. No, yeah. no, no, I need you to say yeah. that. <laughs> I need come on, to say that. Feel no ways tired, Lord. I come too far from where, from where I start, started from. Yes, <laughs> Nobody told me that the road would be, be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. <laughs> Ha <laughs> 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 
I'm leaving. That's how they I'm leaving. I can't go to church with Johnny Gill. Right? I'm leaving. I can't go to church with Johnny Gill. He don't brought church here. Right. I can't go to church with you. Holy Ghost, go so, holy. So you, <laughs> right, 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 right. you were in a group, Wayne was in a group, and your three brothers were in a group. And my, yeah, and my mom, yeah. And your mom. So yeah. out of you and your brothers, who was the best singer in a Me? group? Me? Yeah. Look, I'm sitting in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, because you know what they did? Let me tell you the truth. Tell me the truth. When I was little, you know, my brothers, they pushed me out front because I was the youngest and I couldn't beat them. So they was like, and they, they everybody was sort of kind of shy. So I was always the one that was pushed out, out front. Uh-huh. And I didn't know any better. I just went on and did what I had to do. Now I'm looking back going, who got the last laugh? <laughs> but you're still humble. But you're still humble. Oh, yeah, when they call me, I go, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a loan. Your mother was in a choir as well. How did, how did your parents influence your uh, music career? My dad? Yeah. Well, growing up as a kid watching my dad preach, I didn't know that I was taking it all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the way my dad walked. I watched the way he would dress. I watched how he would preach. And, you know, when you're a child, we are a product of our environment. And a lot of times we don't even realize that we're like, well, kids, we're like sponges. We're taking things in and don't even realize it. But as, you know, because that's what we grow up in. That's what you learn. And that's what you're taught. And at the end of the day, before you know it, I looked around and I was singing. But I was singing. And when I was sing, I was acting like him. Watching because my dad was one of those singer preachers. He wasn't just mm. one of those kind of mm. teachers. He, he was the time. one. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And when I woke up this morning, closed my right mind. So yeah, you know, and you grow up not realizing that you know uh, I was just I was a sponge. I was just uh, kind of falling in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and was heavily influenced by my dad. So you performed at church. What other places did you perform at as a child? Where was like the biggest place you performed at? They were just like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the man." (laughs) Strip club. Oh (laughs) no. I'm concerned. Just kidding. Just kidding. Coming to the stage. Gosh, just um, you know, it's so funny because my buddy Wayne. He he builds houses. I'll never forget as a kid growing up, I used to run. I didn't have no license. This guy had me driving trucks, driving a truck, driving motorcycles, going to get nails, hammers, uh, food. And then I would get back on the go, sit on, on top of the roof while he's working, building the houses, playing the guitar oh, and wow. singing. And, and, uh, and was being influenced by him because... He he was another one that was telling me, man, you man, you bad, man, man. They can't touch you, man. Bah, 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 you can't do this. You can do that. Bah, bah, bah. And I'm not realizing, still not taking it all in. Mm-hmm. I'm just still singing, doing right. what I do. But learning and understanding that they was bringing things to my, like he was bringing things to my attention. Just like Luther Vandross brought something to my attention many years ago um, when we did. I did a duet album with uh, Stacy Lattice. and he said, you know what, my my favorite all time song, Johnny Gill song. And I was like, what? He was like. I thought he was going to say perfect combination. He said, baby, it's you. I said, huh? Because wow. we did a song, do it, uh, the cover mm-hmm. song. Of, and I said, well, why, why is that your favorite? And he says, it's just your tone and the way that you, um, uh, your phrasing. And, and I'm going, hell, I didn't know I was toning and phrasing. <laughs> so, and I, I went back and listened. And then I started, I became aware of uh, 
singing about when it's understanding tones and mm-hmm. telling a story right. and all those other things. So it's like people like Wayne talking about vocal runs and stuff that I was doing naturally. I didn't know what they were. I was just doing whatever came to mind. But becoming aware of those things really helped me uh, to home in and become, uh, uh, you know, good at what I did. Speaking right. of Luther, what's your favorite Luther run? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me hold you tight only for one night. Let me keep you near to ease away your fears. It would be so nice if only for one night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can listen to you sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you have you ever had a woman like? Have you ever used your singing for a woman, or is that so cliche for you? So cliche, but I did do it once. Okay, and I'll never forget. I'll never forget someone you guys would know. I would never call her name because mm-hmm. she's she was an actress. <laughs> No, it wasn't J-Lo, but I wish. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'll never forget, I was up, I came back and was nominated for an award. And I'll never forget after which we went back to my place. And I had this determination with this girl that I had been talking to for a couple of weeks. How to be. I was like, I'm going for the gusto. I put the uh, champagne on ice and I sat it right by the piano. I had the lights dimmed. And Man. when she came in, uh, we sat down and I started playing uh, a couple of songs, a couple of Luther joints as well. Mm-hmm. And we went from the piano to the floor, from the floor to the bedroom. And I went, damn, it was that easy? <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. Do you have dudes, like, jealous of you? Like, like you know how you get the girls uh-huh. want to throw the panties at you. Uh-huh. Do you get the dudes just to be like, Man. I, I, you know, yeah, but then, you know what's crazy? I get recognized faster by guys than I do women. Oh, you man. You help. And oh, it's you so help. crazy because <laughs> they always go, yeah, man. Yo, man, that joint, man. It was, you, you helped me uh, with my girl, man. That was some, you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Right. Same in relationships <laughs> I know, out right? here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on with it. Yeah. Uh, was there, okay, so you started off in gospel, but you made the transition into R&B. Was there ever any any issues with your family, especially since you were no longer singing gospel? Never. My dad was so proud of me, and he lived vicariously through me. My dad told a lady when mm. I was six or seven years of age, uh, and I was with him in uh, Columbus, Georgia. He says, see this little boy right here? And we were at the Waffle House. And oh, yes. Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. Waffle House. He says, yeah, he's, he's my son. It's going to be a star. It's going to be a star. And I was just like, this man is on crack. <laughs> and sure enough, to look back and see where I've, how far I've come and what has taken place, uh, my dad saw something way before I could see it. Right. There was a guy that was 96 years old. I was singing in church one day, uh, one day and he told my mother um, that he saw a light over my head when I was singing mm-hmm. and uh, to look and see where I am today once again he was right, right. golden child you got yeah, that good anointing yeah <laughs> it's just like wow yes yeah. so in yeah. 1987 you joined a new edition after Bobby Brown left how did you <laughs> no no he got kicked out oh okay <laughs> he got kicked out I thought you know, I, I, I was just so good I'm trying to be nice right. I'm trying to be nice but, but how did 
<laughs> Black Hollywood Live. Shout out to me now. <laughs> How did you even get connected with them? Well, I ran into Michael Bivens when I moved to uh, Los Angeles, and we were I went to a uh, the Whispers concert, and he just we ran into each other, and he was asking me, "Do do I feel that I have got my just due as a as a vocalist?" Uh, um, and I said, uh, I looked in both sides of my pockets, and I was like, Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And he just, he had invited me to lunch uh, the next day. Um, and to come see them because they were performing at the uh, forum uh, for the ice capades. And for some reason, we went. And then they asked me after that, uh, going to see them that show the next day if we could uh, uh, if we could uh, get together and go to lunch. So I was just like, oh, this is it's interesting. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's, we can go to lunch. Uh, good thing Mr. Charles wasn't going on back then because I'm telling you, I would have broke them because they were paying for it too. <laughs> you know, I didn't have a budget uh-huh. back then. I, you know, I was still working my way up. But um, and then we started talking, and uh, they started explaining to me what they wanted to do and why they wanted to. They wanted to go back to a fifth, you know, having a fifth member because uh, with the choreography and all the other stuff. I found out later, lo and behold, it wasn't about that. But at that time, that's what they explained. How they explained it to me. So we go over to the record label and tell uh, tell the, the the president of the record label the same day. Man, uh, Mr. Busby, he said when we walked in the office. He said, "Chotty Gill and New Edition." Mike said, "Uh." Uh-uh. New edition. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald said, huh? He said, yeah, meet our new member. <laughs> wow. Yes. Know, right? So with, with that, did you ever have any apprehension to being in this group that has already been formed and there's a lot of tension already and filling in some shoes, especially shoes of Bobby Brown? How did that feel? Did you ever feel like this is, might be too much? I honestly was so naive in walking into a situation that I walked into uh, thinking that this is what they wanted to do. I knew it was going to be a challenge with the whole dancing thing because um, I sing and wasn't a dancer. Thank God. I, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I give all props to, to God and to Brooke to take these uh, these two left feet and make them one left. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. Right, <laughs> but, right. You know, but at the end of the day, I, I didn't know what I was walking into. None of us really knew. When you're living in the moment, mm. you, it's... You have an idea. You can have an idea, think something is good, and hope that it's going to be great. But you really don't know the impact that it's going to have until we look back now at the history and see what took place. Um, and when I walked in there, I just knew that I, whatever my role was, that's what it was going to be. I found out later that I came in to replace Ralph, not to replace Bobby. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's crazy how things kind of took place when we got back, went to Minneapolis and started recording. You know, Ralph was not very fond of me in the sense that it wasn't that he didn't like me personally. I think it was just the fact that the threat of this guy coming in here now, what what are, we, what are y'all trying to do? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't beast. vote him in here. Right. I'm going with y'all. <laughs> this is what y'all trying to do, but I don't want to do this. Right. So everything exploded when we got there to Minneapolis. And lo and behold, during that time, Ralph and I just started bonding, talking about the things that we and a lot of things that we had in common and goals and stuff that we wanted to do uh, um, just as artists. And before you know it, you know, we was just like that. Me and Ralph, to, to this day, that's that's my right hand. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, things just happened the way they were supposed to happen. And when I look back over it and see how it has, uh, what I was able to, uh, to, 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 you know, contribute to this group as well as what they contributed to me as well, 
um, it was just a match made in heaven for all of us. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, because we love your music. Yes, <laughs> we love it. So speaking of, of Ralph, you're in. You've toured uh, with him, Bobby Brown, as heads of state. Heads of state, yeah. You've been in LSG, Levert Sweat Gill. I yeah. love y'all. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, with all of these groups that you've been in, which one is probably <laughs> has probably been the most fun for you? Wow. Um, each one of them have had some incredible moments um, in my life and my oh my god that's a but you know wow I'd probably have to say hesitate because it was just more free fall and we just go it was like our whole concept was like the we called ourselves the really originally the black pack (laughs) where it was kind (laughs) of like we just go and it was like there's no real format it's like catalog stuff that we were going to do but yet we're just going to have fun and it was loose and not so form form you know formatted so that gave me and then you know we're the out of the six of us you know myself Bobby and Ralph always been close so it was just kind of like just a natural thing that just kind of happened but I mean I love all my brothers but we just always had our we all I, I joke about the fact that we're the uh, the Democrats and the other three are the Republicans. So we're always going back and forth and we're the lock. So it's like heads of state versus like Bill DeVoe. Right. It's always the three versus the three. It's just always okay. the right. It's the craziest thing. But Y'all should do that on tour like against each other. Boom, boom, boom. They can't handle us. Right. right. Oh, yeah. We got to see that. No, we got too many bombs. They got a couple of bombs they can throw at us. Right, but right. we got way too many. You got those nuclear right, bombs. Right, right. We, uh, yeah, it would, it would be. Knock you out in one hit. <laughs> so last year, New Edition got to, got back together to tour. What? Why did it take so long for you guys to do another tour? Because we all go out and do what we're doing uh, individually, and we have our lives outside of New Edition. The great thing about us, and the reason why we've been able to come back together for 31 years doing this in this game, is simply because there's a true brotherhood for us. This is not something that you can manufacture. When you look at these groups that can't come together, that should be together, mm-hmm. some of them, they, everybody thought, because we screwed up a lot of people's minds when we came out as New Edition and everybody spent out and did their own thing and had, was hugely successful. A lot of groups started thinking, everybody in groups was going, okay, yeah, and then we're going to split out and we're going to do this, and it's not for everybody. Right. So a lot of these groups, pe- these people, they would come in, these, these, you know, they, they put these groups together, their intentions are, oh yeah, I'm going to do my, I'm going in with the group, then I'm going to go out and do my own solo stuff, blah, 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 and it's just, it doesn't work for everybody, and it was, it was something special for us, and it just broke down how unique uh, the group is, our group was. Um, and I, I just think that I, I wish, you know, some of the other groups would and could understand that that you know it's not for everybody, um, but we did what we did uh, as a group and it was special. And the reason why we were able to come back is because we are there's a true brotherhood. What I could say about my and we fight like cats and dogs. I don't get it. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask go you. Yeah, like hey, we we agree to disagree, but what I can say about my brother can't nobody else say. Right. Yeah. So we we go there. Right. But I like to say though, consistently, consistently, um, as you as an independent artist and with the group, you're always touring. Like you're always touring. Oh, That's a blessing for it. My for lesson, I, I, the best advice I can ever give any artist is, I don't, and I knew this coming in early on, I don't want to be a one trick pony. I, I don't want to. I want to make sure that no one person can control my destiny. And in order to do do that, I've started and had that mindset early, early on, that you have to continue 
to, to, to push the barrier, to step outside of the box, to try different things, not be afraid, and understand that those things that you do, you take pride in them, you do what you do, um, but those are the things that builds a career. I'm not just looking to just solely be just a solo artist. That's why I was enjoying, I've always enjoyed being in different groups and learning how to work with others and being a team player as well as being uh, my own individual uh, 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 artist as well. But it's important because, you know, when a record company gets mad at me and decide because there's something that I feel that I'm uncomfortable with and I'm, I'm not going to move forward with it, I can tell at one label, cool, I'm not, I can't rock with it, it's not going to work for me. Well, you want to put me on the shelf? Okay, cool, but uh, you think that's how it stops me from eating? Mm-hmm. Right. So I never allowed any record companies to have power and control over me because if you want to put my music on the shelf, I'll see you later because I'm going over here. And I can make a living and still feed my family mm-hmm. and make more records. So what do you? How do you stop me? Right. But I I made a conscious effort. That wasn't something that was a coincidence, to make sure that no one man could ever have that level of power and control over my destiny. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that light. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's that light. Is that, is that why you created your own record label, J Skills Records? Yeah, for many years, and I hate this thing that we call old school. It's not like you get celebrated; they penalize you. And it's like when you, there's so many great artists that has been around for years that would put a hole in some of these young kids that's out here rocking, doing what they're doing. Not to take nothing away from them, but because your old school means you're not received, your your music or your, uh, your it's not received in the same way simply, not because it's not good, but because you're just considered old. It's like, yeah, 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 it's cool, but what's hot, what's new, what's hot mm. versus what's of quality. Right. And it's like, so... To me, I, for a long time, I didn't record because I kept hearing people talk about, oh, yeah, you're so old school. Radio ain't going to play that. And people don't want to, no record company going to sign you guys because, you know, you've been around, blah, 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 and you've had some records, but you're, you're old school. And it was like, yeah, well, damn, I'm still around and I'm still doing what I'm doing and packing houses. So what makes me so, makes me so old? <laughs> so okay. at some point, I decided I was like, you know what? If you want something done, you got to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. 31 years later, and to find myself in a place where you're sitting in that position that debuting at number four on Billboard charts and sitting at number seven with a bullet with a single behind closed doors, it spoke volumes. It says something <laughs> that I, it would have never happened any other way without me being in control over my life once again and my career. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you've definitely been around and you consistently come out with good music. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. And that's all I want people to do is just to enjoy it take it for what it is it doesn't have to be categorized it's right. just it's great music right let me tell you why you have fans that love you why Vita Barbie on Twitter she says take her glasses off <laughs> she said can she see you without your glasses on why she want to see what do you know you want to know the reason why I wear my glasses <laughs> I wear my glasses because the world sometimes can be so ugly <laughs> I just don't want to hey, see it preach I just you just don't understand no Jesus sometimes I just need some some shade <laughs> some shade, yes. Oh, Lord. You know, I wear and have done, I've, It's that's my trademark. It's just like everybody has something that mm-hmm. might be a part of what they, it's their trademark. And that's that is your trademark. Because I, right. when you're trying to find a picture, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my trademark. Uh, Come and, on, give me. <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, most of the time, I go to places and there's people in that you see, you know, you can't see, get to everybody, or when you got cameras all over the place. Mm-hmm. The one thing I've ever noticed, you never can tell where my eyes are looking because with those glasses on, 
shoot. You can shoot from any angle, anywhere you want. But yeah, yeah. right, right. I'm See, I'm gonna cross out because I'm sort of kind of like you know. But I mean, for a number of reasons. But that's uh, that's the reason why. I, and plus, I just I've always felt comfortable wearing my glasses. Like, mm-hmm. It makes me feel good. There you go. And if you ever have a hangover, bloop. <laughs> yeah. So people ask me, like, and sometimes women ask me, can you take off your glasses? I go, can you take off your bra? <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever taken this off their bra? a part of your attire. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. That's okay. Like, I didn't even have to be like, okay. <laughs> I said, oops, <laughs> okay. didn't mean it. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about dating and Johnny's live life. I was watching um, when you did the interview on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. And you were telling, you know, you've said this before, that there's always been these ridiculous rumors about yeah. you and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, and you even had you said you had a girlfriend that you were with, yeah. and you just finally wanted to prove it to her, just lay it all out there, and you yeah. took a and lie detector never, test. And she never asked me to. I've often, I've always made that clear. She never asked me to. But you don't want to be with anybody who's got to come into this world, into your world, and you're dealing with and hear all these rumors. And as much as you want to believe, just you're a human, and I don't care who you are. You're hearing things consistently, and as much as you could want to believe and want to support, and no, I don't believe. I'm. I. I know that you. It's still at the end of the day for me, and gave to give me a peace of mind. It was like, let me just make sure that there's no doubt. And what I want to also prove to you something about people. Mm-hmm. People don't care about your happiness. They're reckless. They'll say things and do things. Nobody's ever come back and has apologized and said. Uh, I apologize, yeah, because I was one of those ones who used to say that. Well, I used to tell people that, too. Because, listen, the difference between me and Bill Cosby, there's 20 to 30 people sitting there talking about, oh, yeah, I've been with him. Show me one that can say that about Johnny. It's mm-hmm. been nothing but rumors. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was it's because it's, that's all it is because it's it's, it was never true. It's mm-hmm. not true. So the reality is that when you look at how people can be so malicious the one thing that I was determined that I don't want that in my home, and I'm not going to have somebody lying there. And at some point, you don't know what day they wake up and might think, "Man, I just it's just run so rapid." Is it? Or can it possibly? Because even subconsciously, you can start looking for things or trying to see yeah, if you can you start see looking for something it, yeah. that might not even necessarily be there. So right. I was smart enough to understand that and go, "I'm gonna." I laid out a hundred questions, and I told her to pick wherever you want, and she was going, "Huh?" I was like, "I need you to do this." So let's let's make no. I want to make sure that, that that make no mistake that this, what you're seeing, what you hear here, making sure we're clear. This is how reckless people can be, and they don't care about your happiness. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Even your own friends, they don't care. People repeat what they hear, like parrots. But at the end of the day, if you'd ask somebody, prove it to me. How many could prove it? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you heard that? The, oh yeah, he is. Well, really prove it. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody told not talk what somebody told you. Prove it. Mm-hmm. Right. Who is Day? I want to meet Day. They said. But that's Who life, and that's, and I get that. And, and, you know, listen, I came in the game early on when there wasn't uh, too much of the internet and all the other stuff. Now everybody, this is all over the place, and I don't feel so bad now. I'm like, hey, shit, well, I guess I'm not the only one. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, you know, since we're talking about your dating life, uh, I was watching a couple of videos. What about Sherry Shepard? <laughs> Sherry's my homie. That, <laughs> right, that's no, uh, like, go ahead and play the video. I kept hearing the, Johnny Gill. Johnny Gill and I are just friends. And that's not to say I didn't want to sleep with Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> we are just friends. He did not want to sleep with me. So I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that's not because I didn't want it to happen. But my, my, my. He's just a friend. 
Oh, I love it. Gosh, I love Sherry. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Teddy Prendergrass had a song. He said, feel so good loving somebody when somebody loves you back. Yeah. I love it. I mean, to be loved, to be wanted, for people yeah. to desire you, I, I find it without a doubt uh, flattering and a blessing. And, you know, that's my homie. That's my friend. And never thought would never do anything to cross that barrier because she's a sweetheart. But, mm. you know, that's just a friend. But I love the fact that when people can talk about what what they see in you that's a beauty to them, you know, because we work hard and I don't care who you are. We all want to be accepted. We all want to yeah. be loved. We all want to be wanted, mm. you know. So, I mean, hey, that's my girl. I love yes. it. <laughs> what kind, what kind awesome. of women do you like? Um, we got a whole lot really? of women watching this live okay. feed right now. They're like, they, oh, is it me? They're wearing it Twitter out right now. Yes, they are. <laughs> you, you, just, you just saw Carissa, who's always with and will always be the love of my life. I think that uh, uh, I it just goes with where my heart goes. And I, when I look back at my list, everybody kept saying to me, you have a certain type. And I never really thought I had a certain type. Hmm. Until I started going back into some of my uh, the photos black book. and looking, going, <laughs> yo, wait a minute. Okay, she's Indian. She's Puerto Rican. When was she's? Oh, okay. So I started looking, and then they, they all kind of started fitting in a... What you mean, room. exotical? You like the exotical? Yeah, so I assume. <laughs> well, he ain't black. I, I would assume. <laughs> I like exotic. Yes, I like you people, too. You guys are cool. You people are black. I ain't black. No, I, think I, I do think I'm probably really uh, um, attracted to uh, more exotic women because I'm looking at my, tra- like I wasn't aware of it. Well, now that I look back and I start looking at these pictures and I start going, wow, oh, shoot, okay. Because I've dated all types of women, all kinds. Uh, and some dark, some light, some uh, Caucasian. I've dated... Um, Asian? Uh, Asian, I've did, yeah, yeah. I've dated, what you, why? Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. What is this? You know, my yeah. mom is Asian. Wait. Yeah. I've dated all types of women. That's why She's I said like, I never realized, but the ones that I've wind up in long-term relationships have mm-hmm. been, you know, more like the exotics. But I've dated all types of women. What about right. traits? Like, what is something that is like, I, I cannot have this in a woman? Uh, some kind of a trait. This is going to get deep for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just but for my relationship within the woman and I've learned this over the years I just want first of all a beautiful woman without a doubt no matter what uh, her uh, culture is I want a beautiful woman but I want a woman that is mature enough open to be held accountable and to be and to allow and, and I want to allow her to be able to hold me accountable. And when I say that, a woman who's quick to be able to, to be open to hear what I have to say, who likes to communicate, which is very important because if you go to a doctor and tell a doctor something's wrong and I don't feel good, he's got to guess to try mm-hmm. to figure out what the problem is. But when you can articulate and can talk and tell him what's going on, it gives him a starting place to begin to figure out where the problem lies. So, And you'll be surprised at how many not just women, guys too, have a problem with being able to even communicate, which is something it's a must for me today mm-hmm. to talk. It's important for me to say, I'm your mirror, you're my mirror. 
my pants look too short, tell me. I don't want somebody else to have to tell me. You tell me it's not looking good because you, you got my back. You're right. my mirror. You know, and I want to be able to do the same and be held accountable. You say something that people that love each other don't shouldn't be doing things to try to hurt each other. But right. at the end of the day, if you say something to me or do something that might hurt my feelings, let me be able to to, to tell you and and express that being respectful that hey that that didn't feel cool. Right. And I, I don't know how you meant it or if you're having a bad day, but that didn't feel cool. And for someone to be able to say, I didn't mean it that way. I apologize. Those are things that uh, they're must for me today mm-hmm. when it comes down not only just about having a beautiful woman, but having a woman that's at that place, too, that wants to be held accountable when we can hold each other accountable. And I'm good. We can take it from there. Nice. As a whole lot of women just type right now, I am accountable. Uh-huh. Right. Accountable. I'm here. I didn't say yeah. accountant. I said accountable. accountable. All right. <laughs> right. So are you, going to, are you still going to be with Elder Bards and um, Eric Benet in Atlanta? The yes. Theater yes. Uh, 2015. February 8th. You will get to, and no one, I'm just announcing it here, uh, I will reveal the new Johnny Gill Game Changer show that will start February 8th in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, It's a full set that's going to be, I I haven't done this in years. It's a show. Mm -hmm. Heard it first on Black Hollywood Live. We always get the exclusive. I love that. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love That's it. That's not a lot on us then. Yes. <laughs> and before be we get fun. out of here, um, besides your upcoming tour that you have, is there anything else, that, any other projects that you have going on? Well, I, I'm, we're, we're talking about just looking for dates for this new edition project we're going to start working on uh, very soon. I am looking at and looking for special, some special talent uh, to give an opportunity as I move forward with the record label. My record label won't be just a label where it's about Johnny Gill. It's about just putting out great music, all genres of music. It's not simply just urban. And uh, I want to be mentioned in the same breath as the Motown. Could never be a Motown because Motown is and will always be what it is, what it was, and, and what it is. So I want to follow the blueprint of just making great music, giving great artists who are serious about their craft an opportunity. You're not coming in here to get a check. You're coming in here and you're going to work. I need to see you're going to rehearse. You're going to sit down, going to learn how to articulate, speak in front of people, do the things that it takes to be, have longevity. Not coming here and I'm looking for an instant hit because right. they come and they go. Mm-hmm. But if you're an artist that want to be around for a long time, you're going to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. this is this is not Empire. Your record label, that, that ain't Empire. You seen that show? Sort of, kind of. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love that show. Well, we thank oh you for God. coming on uh, on Nets, man. We like to talk about the Nets best things all the time with Nets. So we thank you for coming on, man. Game Thanks changer. For having me. This is the Nets big album, guys. Go get it. Go and, get it. And where can we find you on social media? Oh, at Real Johnny Gill on my Twitter uh, and Real Johnny Gill twenty two on Instagram and Facebook. It's um, uh, Johnny Gill official Facebook fan club. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And where, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where yeah. can we find <laughs> you? That stuff is all new to me. You know? I like to get a pick up the phone and call. Right? Oh, wow. <laughs> I know, right? You don't call all your fans, but I do shop. <laughs> hey, but I do shop online. I know. <laughs> 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 Kiki, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kiki Ayers, K-I-K-I-A-Y-E-R-S. Nice. And Cortez. You can find me on all social media as well as Cortez G. West. Make sure you also follow us. I'm sorry. Uh, click like sometimes, I guess you can say that, on the BHL <laughs> Online as well. Megan, where can we find you, love? As always, you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop. And make sure you stay tuned next week because we always have What's Up Next yes. right here. Bye-bye.
From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.